Hey, how you doing, strange people? Uh, welcome to Strange Talk. Sorry I haven't really been uploading. Like I said, I was going to be uploading new episodes. I've just been busy with life, responsibilities, and everything. And uh, We recently moved to a new apartment and uh, getting situated and everything. So we finally had everything unpacked and set up. Um, so yeah, and I've uh, been busy with my father, who's still hanging in there uh for those of you that don't know or new listeners uh he currently has a cirrhosis of the liver so he's not doing too well um right now he he was going to san diego they kind of put that uh trip on hold i guess there's a special liver specialist or kidney specialist i don't know because his liver is affecting his kidneys and eventually it'll affect all of his organs and they'll just slowly shut down so eventually that's gonna you know lead to his death and i'm kind of preparing myself for that mentally and emotionally it's pretty hard sometimes you know i don't really have that great a relationship with my father Uh, so you know you know i I love him he's my father you know he wasn't always there for me i mean obviously the reasons for his cirrhosis is because he was uh, alcoholic for most of my life and his life actually uh he barely stopped drinking now and my father was born in 1945 um i think he started drinking when he was 14 i think if i recall i could be wrong probably earlier or maybe later but that i know of i think he started drinking when he was 14 so he's been drinking ever since then so to put that in perspective um but anyways i digress so today's episode of strange talk is gonna be a little different not necessarily it's more of a side story um people that I work with, uh, they kind of know that I have a podcast, um, and I was interested in having anybody talk. I, am willing to have more of them if they're willing to be on, on the show to talk about the same question that I've been asking myself and, and just kind of discovering because I'm not one that really believes in ghosts, believes in, in spirits or the afterlife. Well, I mean, I kind of do my, my whole thing could be an episode of its own. I won't really go into it, but strange talk is basically about the afterlife conspiracies um all things strange um so you know this person that i I spoke with on the show on this episode she wants to remain anonymous which i'm going to respect that so i'm not going to be mentioning her name but i'm pretty sure you guys will enjoy what she has to say nonetheless Um, she goes into some deep talk Um, It starts off with the same question I usually say, which is, uh, do you believe in the afterlife? What do you believe in? And she goes into that, and then it kind of just delves into her life. And it's... I'm amazed that she's... From what she says, I'm I'm amazed. Because, I mean, I I barely started working at this company that I met her from. And I wouldn't imagine that anything of what she's gone through... I mean, you you could not tell whatsoever at all in her demeanor, and she just seems super happy. You could, you would not be able to tell that this is what she's struggling with, and this is what she deals with. I mean, her demeanor, just her overall attitude. You would not suspect anything of of that. So I, I kind of commend her for that, because I mean, I'm pretty sure people can tell at work when I'm pissed off or i'm sad or something but um anyways so 
hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, speaking to a coworker, and um, so yeah, thanks for listening. One day he had told me that he liked my pants. It started off with him telling me he liked my pants. And, um, you know, I thought it was, like, a little weird. But, you know, like, I didn't think nothing of it. So You don't think it was maybe he was just trying to hit on you? Because he was, like, a really old guy. Like, no matter. Old guys know? still like fucking, you know? <laughs> you know, I was like, in, in my head, I was like, mm, maybe. But then I was like, mm, maybe not. Because, you know, like, you know, I am, like, you know, black. And he's. <laughs> He's, he was a white man. You get oh, me? Oh, so like, you can't? You can't because he's white? <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know, I wouldn't think that he would have jungle fever. So I'm just like, you know. So it kind of threw me off. You never know. You probably want to so. dip in the chocolate. If <laughs> so, like, it's so crazy because after he would talk to me every day, like, good morning, good morning, everything. And then, like, he hit my car one day backing into it because he rides bikes. So his bike rack hit the back of my car and he had left me a note saying that he was sorry and stuff and I was like oh it's cool you know I just told him like oh it's okay like the front my bumper is already messed up in the front so why would I care about the back and then like a week later he passed away and now this is where it chips me out you know because like before he passed away like I never felt any type of way you know it was only after he passed away that I started feeling stuff was close he gave me like um like stuff flying off of like the shelves and stuff stuff moving like our totes that we pick out of the stuff that we pick out of it's like it be, it be stuff moving over there and it could be nobody around you know or like even with my sister because you know my sister she just passed away in february like when i'm at home my, like my tv cuts on and it's weird because i would usually be scared of something like that but like i would just i just feel comfortable so that's making me feel like it's a spirit, you know, like, I don't know. But do you just, think there are any bad spirits? Like, there's... I feel like the, the bad spirits, the one that you're scared of, I mean, like, I feel like they're ghosts, you know, because a ghost is something like Casper, you know, that whenever people, whenever people refer to something as a ghost, it's supposed to be something you're scared of, you know, like, when you think of spirits, you think of the Holy Spirit. You give me something like a happy thing. So, like, when I think of ghosts and I think of bad spirits, that's those are the times that I'm scared. You know, like, if I'm jumping, running, like, if I hear something or see something fly off and I'm running, I feel like it might be a ghost. Like, somebody that, you know, wasn't a good person or, like, you know, or maybe somebody that um, did something bad in their life. And when they when it came time for them for their life to end, you know, I feel like they was trapped. I feel like they're trapped, and they're trying to take it out on us because they messed up. Okay. You get me? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, versus the spirit, you know, like, you always feel welcomed. Like, my mom, her, her, one of her close friends passed away, and it's crazy because you could see the spirit bounce around in the room. It was like a little glow of light, like, just bouncing around the room. And then, like, a couple of days later, somebody was peeking through our window, and it was... It was like she was letting us know that we're good. Like she got us, you know. Like she's gonna watch over us and make sure that nothing happens. Cause the guy peeked through our window and like didn't do anything, but he robbed the house in front of us. Oh wow! So it was like you know, like she let us know like she had our, she basically had our back. So yeah, versus the ghost, I feel like that we moved into this one house one time where I felt like it was a ghost that 
I was always scared. Like, the attic made noises. Like... Like creaks and stuff like that? Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. And then when you move something and then, like, you come back and it's not there. Like, stuff like that. Okay? So that stuff really happens. And I always feel like that's that's a ghost. Like, basically the devil. You know? Like, I don't... I, I like... I don't believe in the devil, but, like, to a certain extent. Because I feel like he tries to manipulate us. You get me? To make a... He tries to dress up the bad people and make them look good. So that way they could basically like be our friend and everything and then like reel us into doing bad things to where like we're gonna be that ghost you get me so like I just like to be happy you know I don't, I don't know I like spirits because it's, if, if I feel like a good spirit around me I feel like I'm safe so pretty much what you're saying is that you believe that spirits are different than ghosts ghosts are people that were bad and they intend to do harm and tend to hurt you or tend to just be bad like ghosts pretty much yes. and then spirits are the people that are good that so d d um do you believe in like a heaven do you believe in like an afterlife or do you think that's what the afterlife is is that we're just if you're good you're you're, you're gonna be here on this earth still but we can't see you but they can see us type of thing is that is yeah. that what you believe see i feel like yes there is a heaven but i do not believe that there's a hell because you know if god accepts you for who you are and he already knows what's going to happen and he basically already has our our lives planned out for us so he knows what's going to happen you know so like i feel like he's given us a chance at life to see if we're going to make those bad decisions that he already has set up for us or if we're going to go in a different direction and like basically like show him that we're better than that you know so i feel like when we come to those challenges in life where it's like getting hard and we have a choice like we can either do this the wrong way or we can do it the right way I feel like that's 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 your challenge, you know, because like if you go and do it all, it, like basically do something bad, then it's like okay, yeah, you did something bad. He's not gonna punish you because he knew you were gonna do that already, you know. He's just gonna put it to where like it's gonna you're gonna take longer to get into his kingdom versus somebody that's been like had a hard life, you know. No matter what, they still never turned away. That they've been fighting to basically like keep their faith in him. You get me? And those are the people that he's going to accept into his kingdom. And he's going to have those people watch over the people that, like, you know, did did make that bad choice in their life to try and help them, like, turn their life around. You get me? So that they can make it into his kingdom. Okay. So, so do you believe that, like, spirits or ghosts, you know, since they're separate people, so you believe that pretty much before you go to, I guess, whatever it is that you feel is, is heaven mm -hmm. or his kingdom, you have to exist in the world first. Like, you know how we're living, but yes. they're li but they're they already passed on, but they're in this, I guess in another way to say it, they're in another plane of existence. Yeah. And then you get to go to heaven. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like, okay, once, once you pass away, like if you're a bass, like if you're a ghost, I'm going to use a ghost and a spirit. Okay, because the spirit is somebody that's been good t to God no matter what. And so they're already in heaven, you know, versus the ghost where he's like, he got to work up to being there. So I feel like if you're a ghost then, and you did something bad, you know, now you're going to have to like, you know, like be around your family. Like try and make it up to them, try to prevent them from doing bad things. Like, and the spirit is going to be the judge for like, oh, okay, like he... His mission is complete. He could let him in, you know, like, 
he proved to us that yeah he did mess up but he's a changed person now and i want like i want him to be a part of us you know okay. stuff like that so like i feel like the ghost like the bad people and stuff they they're there to like they made their mistakes so they're trying to get us to stop making our mistakes so that way we're not in the same position as them you get me and like spirits the good spirits they just keep watching over us and letting us know that like we're they're there and like like keep up the good work and make sure that you know we keep our faith and everything because you know it could you could take one turn and it could be done okay i'm making sense yeah yeah <laughs> so so going back to what you said about a ghost you said that you would hear um in a house that you lived in at one point yeah that you believe there was a ghost okay like what made you believe that there was a ghost there because like when stuff would happen i would be scared because like if, if you ever watch any ghost movies, people are always scared of that ghost because, like, it's basically there and, it, like, it can harm you, basically, because ghosts can't harm you. People always say that ghosts can't harm you, but they can't because they can move objects, you get me? And it's true, and, like, people people always think that, like, ghosts can't really move things, but you can, they can't, and when they do, if that thing, it depends on if it hits you or not, but, you know, like, they can harm you. Like, I was scared because... It, it's just the things that I was doing. Like, I would set something down, and I will go back, and it's not there. But it only scared me because, like, I, it just gave me a bad feeling. Like, the hairs would stand up on my neck or, like, um, like fear. When you have dreams, you know, like, I had this dream, too, which kind of really made me feel like it was really a ghost inside the house because mm -hmm. um, I woke up. I, I was sleeping, and then... It felt like I was still asleep, but in my sleep, I woke up in my sleep. You get me? Oh, like you, you, like you, I was you were dreaming. dreaming? Yeah, I was asleep, and in my dream, I woke up. Okay, and when I woke up inside my dream, it was like 12, uh, like, Grim Reapers standing around me. You get me? But, like, it's crazy because they didn't say anything to me. They were talking amongst themselves, and, like, they were they were all just looking at me. Like, they were inspecting me or something, you know? So when I put the cover over my head, and it's crazy because I felt myself put the cover over my head, and I moved the cover back, that's when I woke up and everything was gone. You get me? So that was like letting me know, like, okay, yeah, there's somebody that's, it's like a ghost. You know, he's probably trying to, like, get me to make that wrong decision so that way I could take his place and he could feel like, you know, like, basically he's not the bad one anymore because I did something worse than him. You know, okay. so I feel like, like ghosts, they try and get somebody like they're the devil. You get me? They try and reel people in to get you thinking that you know they're your friend and everything, and then basically you're gonna end up in the same position as them, which is what I'm saying. So like I was scared because, like after after having that dream, it's like I really seen a ghost. It's like I seen it, but it didn't have a face, you know, because they all had on hoods. So like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Like. No, I, I don't. I don't doubt that you experienced that, um, but I mean, I I don't want to make it sound like I'm just disparaging you or making you sound like oh you're dumb. No, I'm not yeah. trying to do that. But what I'm trying to say is that like, to, cause like I'm I'm like I'm the type of person that like I kind of think logically, like I there has to be like a reason that this is happening. Like I'm that type of person. Have you ever heard of a condition? It's not condition. It's just a a thing that can happen. I guess it's a condition, but it's called sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, did have do you think that was maybe what you were experiencing was sleep paralysis? You know what? I've actually experienced like that 
that type of dream twice, but I don't believe it's paralysis. I believe like it's a warning. Like somebody, something is telling me like, I should watch out, like I should be careful with the way I step because I might step into something, you get me? Okay. Like, I feel like those dreams are just, it's just like, you know, your, like your spirit. It's like your spirit. They say spirits come to you in your dreams and in your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if they're coming to me and they're showing me all these things that could possibly happen, they're giving me a warning to, hey, you need to watch out for this because if this happens and something, this is going to be like real bad. You know, like they're giving me a warning. So I'm going to avoid whatever happened in that dream so I could just, so I'm safe. It's like they're giving me a warning versus like the, the ghost. Like, I had another dream one time, and it was recently, and I was actually scared for, like, days. Like, I don't know. It just tripped me out. I, was, I slept with the TV on. Where um, I woke up in my sleep again. Well, I, woke in my, I was sleeping. I woke up in my dream, and it was something that, like, a dark shadow that flew from the roof to, like, in my face, and it was trying to, like, hold me down. It was just holding me down to where I couldn't wake up fully. And it felt like, a, like my eyes were open, you know, and it felt so real. And I was like, you know what, that's a ghost trying to pull me into back into, like, my bad ways. You get me? Like, I don't know. I feel like my sister, because my sister did pass away, so, like, I feel like she's trying to battle my demons for me. And, like, she's coming to me in my dreams and letting me know, like, hey, you know, you, you got to fight. You got to fight to do better. You got to do better. Like, they trying to get me, basically, because, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it only takes one bad decision to, like, put you in a hole. So, I mean, you don't have to go into the details, but, I mean, were, were you a bad person, I guess, so, like, so to speak? You know, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. You know, I have done, like, some bad things in my life. Like, you know, like, just towards other people. You get me, like, I didn't have the best life growing up. So, like, the people that did have, like, that really, really good life, I would, like, I don't know, like, put them down I don't know if because I just felt like they were always trying to brag about it and like put it in my face you know because like they didn't the, everything that they have was like given to them you know and like me I've always struggled for everything that I have because like I really came like from a broken family you get me like my mom was on drugs hardcore we jumped from house to house we slept in cars everything and like my mom had six kids you know so she was doing it with her kids out here so like a lot of the stuff that I feel like I went through I feel like the other people should have went through because they don't know what it's like and they're always bragging about how good their life is you know so I, it would be those people that like I would have so much hate towards them and, you know when you have hate in your heart it's like that keeps you from getting into heaven you know so like it's just that like, since I had so much hate I, it just turned me into a bad person I mean I would fight I mean, I've never stolen anything I, I'm not really a thief but you mm -hmm. know I would fight I would say some I would lie still like I don't know it's just so you didn't like people who felt like uh they didn't understand the value of a dollar yeah basically yeah because you know like my mom she lost her mom at an early age which is it goes back to, to the spirit thing that you're talking about you know my mom lost her mom at an early age and like she she had three kids and all of them were separated you know and you know what's crazy is only one of my mom's kids went searching for all of them. Like, they all got sent to different homes. And um, they found them. But I felt like it it was my mom's mom that put it into her. Like, she must have came to her in her dreams, you know. And like, hey, this is you need to look for your sister. Your sister's out here. And, you know, they, they ended up all finding each other. And it's crazy. 
Cause like she told me that she like she could find pictures of her mom. Like she just went searching. She just woke up one day and just felt the like urge to, that she had a sister out there. Like she mm-hmm. knew she had a sister and she wanted to find her. Mm-hmm. So like that I just feel like it's either you know it could be your loved ones because God can't always do everything. You know, like that's why He has His helpers, and I feel like that's why that's where the spirits come in. You know, because like they're there to help Him because they know what's like He knows us better than anybody, but they know us as well. So like. They they know their ways of getting us to do the right thing, so they can go about it their way, so he can focus on the bigger like the bigger issues. So yeah, so like since my mom lost her mom at an early age, she like made a lot of decisions. I'm talking about drugs, runaway, stealing, like. So um, how old were you around this time, uh, if you can recall? Like when everything was happening, mm-hmm. like basically it's happened like all my life. My mom she didn't get off of drugs <coughs> until I was like. Uh, 12 okay and she's she's been clean for a minute now but you know like while she's on drugs you know like she she said a lot she said and did a lot of things that like you know a a kid like me I mean I'm telling you I thought about suicide so many times like that's one thing that you feel me like I don't know like God like spirits feel me like that it could have been my grandmother saving me because I'm telling you I took about 50 pills and it was like for ADHD, like um, Vitavans, Seroquel, um, Collidity. Like, I'm telling you, I took like three bottles of pills and all I did was sit, and I I went under the bed, I crawled under the bed, and I was just ready to just take myself out, you get me? And then it's like the whole time I'm laying there, I can't see, I I couldn't see anything. Like, out of nowhere, I just started falling asleep and woke up on, with a whole bunch of throw up on the side of me, and I don't even remember throwing up. Wow. And it's crazy, because you know what my mom said, like, it could be spirits, because you know, spirits can change the way you feel. Like, I don't know, maybe she, they could have made me like throw up in my dream, you know, something like that, because like, I just, I don't remember dreaming or anything. I just threw up all my pills, and I tried suicide twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Y- so that was the first time or the second time? The first, That was the first time I, when I took all the pills, yeah. And um, how old were you then? Um, I was like seven. Seven years old? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then the second wow, time that's... I tried it was like when my dad went to jail. I was like 12. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so yeah. throughout all this time, nobody noticed anything? What was going on with you? You kind of kept it inside a lot or? No, actually my mom found... You know, my sister, she tried suicide as well, too. She had took some pills. And um, it hit her worse than me. Like, it was where she's, she's my older sister. She's my older sister, too. And it's crazy because she tried it after me. Because, like, you know, my mom, she's always tell us, like, you know, the drugs. It was like the drugs. But she's always tell us, like, hey, I don't want you guys. And, like, basically just put us down. Like, she was always threatened to leave us. And she didn't care about us and everything like that. So... Like, when you're telling that to, like, your kids, and, you know, we only, like, under the age of 10, it's like, come on now, what's the, what's the only option we got to help you, right? Like, you don't want us here, but we want to we wanna make you happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so my sister tried it, too, and then she, it hit her really hard. My mom, my mom literally, like, tore the skin off her body, like, whooping her. Like, my mom whooped her for hours until she threw up all, every single last pill. Wow. Yeah. So, um, do you, like, 
Okay, now obviously you're you're older. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a relationship with your mom? You know, actually, at the moment, I'm not currently talking to my mom. I haven't talked to her since like uh, I got into this fight, actually, and um, she didn't have my back. You know, she's like. Oh, it was a physical fight or it was uh, an argument? It was it was a fight. I actually got into a fight with someone else. Actually, over my my bro- my little brother, you know, and I went. To my mom, you know, expect her to be on my side. Because my mom, she's never really, she's never really been on my side. Like, she's, she's had her favorites, you know. And I was never, I've never, ever in my life been one of my mom's favorites, ever. Are you a middle child? Uh, yeah. I'm like, my mom that's has usually six kids, how it I'm goes. number four. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Middle child. I'm a middle child in my family, so. Yeah. yeah I know how it is. Yeah, but you know, like, um, she, she liked everybody, everybody else, everybody else had their turn with her. Except for me and one of my little brothers underneath me. And that's because she doesn't really talk to his dad, you know, because his dad walked out. And then with me, my godmom, she like puts me on a pedestal. You get me? She makes she makes me feel like there's there's life, you know. Mm-hmm. And once you hit a bump in the road, you feel me? Like you can either dig it up, go over it, you feel me, or you can let it stop you. Or you feel me? Like she just she's the one that always tells me like you can always push forward. It's always gonna be a better ending. It's, it's sometimes it takes more time and if you give up early you feel me you might miss out on your happy ending so like she she always kept that light in me so when it came to my mom always trying to put me down and everything like I always had her in the back trying to lift me up but she wasn't always there so you know it was times where you know I just thought about suicide I mean, do you still struggle so with that now you know honestly um my seeing that my sister passed away in February, I did think about it, contemplated a lot. I I still go to therapy, you know. So like, it's ways around it, you know. Like, I'm a really positive person, and the only time I'm really down is when I'm by myself. Like, cause I've been through a lot. I mean, I'm I've seen people die in front of me like several times, and like, I just always feel like as long as I'm positive. And I try and push as many positive thoughts through my mind as I can. I'll make it, cause it's like God only—he'll only push you through so much. You know, He knows what you can handle and what you can't. So He's not gonna push you too hard. So, you, so. do you feel like um, what you're going through is sort of like a test, I guess, that God's yeah. putting you yeah. through? See, exactly. I feel like that—that's—that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, cause I—I like, made my bad decisions in life. Whereas, like, if I would have died, like a couple, like couple years ago I would have probably been a ghost you know I would probably have to show my work to like get into heaven you know like I would have had to work really hard but now I feel like you know since I've basically given up everything to help those around me and sometimes I I will literally give my last to the the next person because of what I've been through so like I feel like I'm proving myself to him to where like hey I deserve it you know I deserve a chance at it like you know just if if my if I was to go today, I always tell Jesus like to accept me, even if I don't talk to my mom, even if you know whoever I don't talk to, because it's sometimes you hold hate in your heart and there's nothing you can do about it, and it's like I just try to ask Him to lift that hate off my heart and accept me because I mean I can't help who I've who I've become, mm-hmm. you know. And so, have you ever tried to reach out to your mom, and your mom's the one that's just she, she doesn't want anything to do with it, or how how is that? Actually, my mom, she writes me almost every day. Like, literally. And I don't text her back at all. I don't associate with her because, 
she's shown me too many times that she doesn't really care about how I feel. She only wants me around because she feels like the other kids aren't going to be there. Okay. You know, so like that's why she's trying to pull me back in because when so you're everybody like the left, glue. Yeah. For the family. Yeah, because like my mom actually, my mom doesn't have any of her kids on her side right now. Oh, okay. So like, she some of them talk to her, but you know, like they feel some type of way about her, like they still holding a grudge against her. Like me, I have I'm holding a grudge myself because mm-hmm. I have my reasons to. Well, at least you can admit it, though. You know, you know. yeah, and like. I just feel like, you know, she could have been a better mom. She didn't try after she got off the drugs. She didn't get a job or nothing. She just, like, basically was always trying to put me out. My mom, the first time she put me out, I was 12 years old. After I popped the pills. Wow. Yeah. That was the first time she put me out. She put me out. I came down here to Ontario. Because I was living in Victorville. Came to Ontario. And I stayed with my godparent. She's like my dad. And um, stayed with her for a little while. Then when I started, everything started getting good. Then she wanted, my mom was like, send her back out here. Mom, she, she, I went back out there with my mom. Next thing you know, she puts me out again. Like, it was just like constantly, you know? So like now I'm on my stuff. You know, I've been working since like 12 years old. I've been making a living for myself. I even took it upon myself to take care of her when she couldn't. You know, I had two jobs. I was working so hard because I knew she could only pay her rent because she only works one job. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so if I if she could pay her rent and her bills, then I'll buy her food, get her gas, you feel me? Get her little tree, you know, because my mom does smoke smoke weed. Well, she doesn't smoke weed anymore, but she was smoking weed, you know, so I would just be like, just to keep her, her happy, you know? Because I wanted to see, I wanted to be the one that made her happy, you know, because I never made my mom happy in her life. So like, do you feel like that's what you're, con- like, well, maybe not now to this day, but do you feel like that was, like, a constant struggle for you? Was, like, all you really wanted was just your mom's, like, approval or just, like, a moment for her to just say, you know what, I'm proud of you? You know, yeah, because actually my mom, she she doesn't show any emotion, and it's because she was raised in a group home. Okay. So, like, she doesn't know the real meaning of how to be, lo- like, love. You like know, affectionate like, towards like, you guys, like give you hugs, say I love yes. you type of yeah, thing. Yeah, so like my mom doesn't hug, she doesn't kiss, she doesn't, like she'll say I love you, but like, you know, it'll be after she hasn't seen you or you're about to leave, she'll, all right, bye, all right, I love you. It's not like, oh, like I love you, I love you guys. I just want you guys to know that I love you no matter what. It's not like one of those, mo- you know, a mother has an unconditional love, mm-hmm. but my my mom doesn't, you know, it's like, she can go forever without talking to us, and she'll be fine. So, do you feel like that's affected you, though? Like, like it's kind of, like, affected you in, like, relationships with, like, like, romantic relationships? Do you feel like your mom not teaching you affection, do you feel like that's affected you like that? Actually, no, because in a, in a relationship, always trying... I'm that one person that I'm always trying to do better than what my mom did, you know? Like, I don't let what happened with my mom affect me in my life that's why I'm still a happy person to this day you know like my sister died you know I was I'm I was really going downhill honestly because I was like the person that I was the closest to I'm telling you like I would shave her booty if she needed me to you know like it, it didn't it didn't matter and like that's the person I felt all my love from because she it's like we were each other's mom you know me we're, we're sisters we're close like we were really close in age and stuff so, like, after losing her, that's where I felt like I started to go downhill, you know? Like, I started feeling like, you know, there was no more life to live. There was nothing to keep me going. 
I had to sit in, in the hospital and watch her die for those three months. Like, there was nothing I could do. As much as I tried and tried and tried to, like, fight for her life, it wasn't me fighting. It was, like, her fighting for her life. And it was like, am I really just being selfish because I want her to be around? Or, like, should I just, like, let her go? You get me? So when I finally decided to let her go, she passed away a week later. I was like, you know, Brittany, I can't. I just because her name is Brittany too. Because we only have the same dad. Okay. You know, so like. So are you the only only two from the same dad? No, my dad has twenty eight kids. Jeez. Yeah, he has like seven kids named John. <laughs> wow. His name is John. So yeah, um, after she passed, then I just kind of lost my mind. You know, like that's why here at work, you know, like I don't really hit my nerves. You know, because most of the time, if I'm not talking to somebody. I'm reflecting, thinking about all the things I've been through, you know, like from seeing my sister die, to seeing her in a casket, to like still haven't been going to her grave, you know, like it's stuff, stuff like that just, that just kind of gets me because it's like the reason why I've been avoiding her grave is because like I'm so used to her, seeing her sit up, you know, I want to walk somewhere and just like see her like walk by or something, but that doesn't happen. But one day, when I got into a fight, um, the fight that I said, I'm not talking to my mom about, as I was fighting, I was getting jumped by two females and a dude. And he was like socking me hard. And like when he hit me, he didn't even daze me. And like I just fell. You know, he hit me hard enough for me to fall, but he didn't sleep me. You know, like I didn't daze or nothing. I just mm -hmm. felt everything. I just kind of fell back. And when I fell back, and like I'm still fighting and stuff. Like as I do my head like to the side, turn my head to the side, I seen this figure that looked just like my sister. Like it was like she was there, like fighting with me, helping me, you know. But it wasn't her. And every time I think about that fight, I think about her. And when I think about how she was on my side, my mom wasn't on my side. I just be like, you know, it makes me not want to talk to my mom no more, you know. So you feel like that was like the big, the big reason why you're not really close with your mom. Yeah, or, well, well, like, at least not trying to be? Yeah, you know, because I've already forgiven my mom before, and she, like, did basically did the same thing again. So, like... You feel like, well, I tried already, so... I yeah, mean, there's basically. Not, I can't change her, but I can change myself. Yep, that's exactly how I feel. Okay. Yep. And, and so, like... Do you, do you, were, so you said you go to therapy. Do you still do that now, or do you... Yes, because, if honestly, if I didn't go to therapy, I would probably, you know... You probably have another be, attempt. Okay, yeah, you probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. Were you, were, was, did, did they diagnose you with like, anything, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, depression. Just depression? Yeah. Nothing else? Well, bipolar depression. Because, oh. oh, really? Because uh, that's what I have. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. a moment, one moment I'll be really happy, and in one moment I'll be sad. Like, I'm, I'm going to use yesterday as an example, okay? So yesterday I left work, you get me, and I'm happy. I get happy when I'm around people. It's only when I'm by myself that I get depressed. After, right after I left work, I hopped in the car, you feel me, and this picture, this is my sister. Okay, I carry this picture everywhere. Is that you right next to her? Yeah, that's me and her, actually. Yeah, we, we... You look we, like a totally, completely different person right there. Yeah, yeah, everybody says that too. So, like, I, 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 I'm just driving, you know, and I'm just like, man, I'm just thinking about how, you know, because before she passed away, like, when she was healthy and walking around and stuff, she asked me to come see the kids, but I didn't like her boyfriend, you know, because her boyfriend would always be like... Send her on these ups and downs, you know, and I don't like to see my sister, like, sad and stuff, so, like, it will piss me off. So, like, I was like, you know, I'm not going to come right now because I don't want to fucking see his face or whatever, so I was just kept putting it off, putting it off. 
But I feel like <clears throat> no matter what, I shouldn't have let that dude come between me and my sister, you know, because we were, like, really close. And, like, it just sucks that I didn't get to say I love you to her to where she could say I love you back, you know, before she passed away. Or, like, I didn't get to meet her kids. Because, like, still to this day, I don't, I don't get to see her kids because her dude has them. And he won't let us see them because he wouldn't let we wouldn't let him see her. Okay. We wouldn't let him see her because every time he would walk into the room, her blood, her heart rate would start going through the roof. Like it would just go through the roof. My, I'm like, she's brain dead. You know, she's she just she can't move. So like, she can only hear your voice. So she can hear your voice. Her heart will race. You get me? She'll start feeling like she's dying again. So like when he would come in the room, he comes in the room crying and shit, and we didn't like that, you know. Like it would just piss us off because it's like now, like we're going back and forth with her taking these different medicines for for the pacemaker and shit. Cause you know like for the pacemaker, they could insert something in your heart or they can give you medicine for it. Mm -hmm. So we tried the medicine. So they always have to give her medicine to keep her heart rate down. So then, when he would come, he would make her heart rate go back up. So then the medicine started being like to where it wouldn't work. So, um, we just told him, like, hey, you got to stop coming up here. So, now he's holding the kids against us. Like, against, like, he won't even let my mom see the kids. Like, nobody. And my sister only had, that was her first pregnancy. You know, like, that she carried full-time. She had three miscarriages. So, like, I just feel like that's messed up, you know. Because, like, the only thing that I have closest to my sister is, is her kids. And, like, I don't get to see them. So, like. Plus, I'm having problems with my mom. So, it's, it's kind of, like, hard. But, you know, I never let anybody see the other side of me. Ever. Yeah, I mean, I, like, when I first started working here, I would never suspect any of this was going on. I mean, everybody has problems, but... Yeah. I mean, I never imagined it would be to the point that you're telling me. Because, I mean, yeah. for the most part, you're, like... Happy. Yeah, super happy. And I, when you first started talking to me, I just thought, like... You probably thought, like, I was a weirdo or something. Like, and you're just being nice. No, because, you know, I feel like... I'm, I'm the nicest person, you know, and I never know just because what I went through and I never let anybody show like see what I would go through I, I always try and make sure that I push forward to try and make the next person's day because they could be having they could be going through the same thing or worse You know, so like if I'm if, if like you're just being quiet mind your own business, you know, like You could be like deep in thought like man. I just want to go home and kill myself today Like nobody cares about me. You could be thinking the worst shit, you know Versus, like, I'll be walking by, and I'll see somebody just being quiet. And I'll be like, hey, good morning, you know? Like, that it could change the person's thoughts. So it's kind of like that saying that, like, if you smile at somebody, you probably saved their life type of thing? Yeah, basically. Yep. So, that was today's episode. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I know things got pretty heavy, um, pretty deep. But um, I guess if you can learn from anything from today's episode is that, you know, be kind to, to everybody. It's kind of like that saying goes. I, I don't remember who says it. I know Plato uh, has been coined of saying this, but I, I believe it's been proven that he hasn't said it. But, you know, it, the saying is, you know, be kind to everybody because you, you don't know what battles they're struggling with. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover, pretty much you know um so yeah just smile at somebody say hi just you know that's all i can say is just be kind to everybody um i'd like to thank um my co-worker who 
people I had on this episode. Um, they know who they are, and and I, I'm glad that they did it. And I hope they enjoyed the experience. And um, I also like to thank the artists, um, Ketza and Steve Combs. Uh, they were featured on today's podcast. Um, so if you enjoyed their music, go ahead and give them a Google. So stay strange, people. Thanks for listening. <laughs>